the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Praise the Lord, everybody. I think we can all say we've been through too much not to give him the glory, not to worship him. Amen. Amen. Bless the name of the Lord. Well, I'm grateful for those who have made their way out on today and to come and just give glory and honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on this Thanksgiving Eve. And for those of you who are in the kitchen cooking and listening to Mahalia Jackson and all that, uh, getting ready for Thanksgiving and, and Christmas at the same time, uh, we, we're glad that you've tuned in with us as well. Um, I want to invite your attention on tonight, if you have your Bible with you, and you should, turn with me to Psalm 92, Psalm 9. And just have a a word I want to share with us on tonight. Won't won't be before you long, and and hopefully the Lord will uh, stir something up inside you tonight as a reminder of our thanks that we owe to Him. Amen. The word from Psalm ninety-two, beginning at verse number one, reads as follows: It is good to give thanks to the Lord. And to sing praises to your name, O Most High. To declare your your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute, on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hands. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we bless you on this evening and we pray that your grace will be more than enough. That even as I stand to declare your word, that you would speak through these lips of clay, words of everlasting life. If anybody doesn't know you, Lord, it's my prayer that in the process of preaching this gospel that they would come to know you in a very personal and intimate way. I pray, eternal God, that even as we uh, reflect upon all the goodness that you've done in our lives and all the ways in which you've blessed us, that even on tonight, God, we will be provoked by your word to give you the glory that is due your name. Spirit of the living God, speak to us on tonight according to your sovereign will and move past any barriers that we may have or the enemy has put in front of us that we would not be hindered from hearing your very oracle of God tonight. So, Spirit of the Lord, I stand as a vessel in your hand. Use me according to your sovereign will. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Kettering, this psalm that we have read in your hearing, this portion of this psalm, Psalm 92, is titled, A Psalm or a Song for the Sabbath Day. 
Now, we all know that the Sabbath day is the day of rest, and for more specifically for the Jewish person in this particular uh, period of time, it was a very set-aside holy day, and even for the Jew of today, the Sabbath is that day of rest. And in that day of, of rest, that Sabbath day, every day I, I probably would suggest, and I think I probably would get a few people to say amen, every day of rest is a day that we ought to be thankful. Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. If you don't say amen, I will. Praise the Lord. And so uh, it is on this Thanksgiving Eve that we find ourselves in this particular text, and the Lord has let me hear that we might be uh, encouraged and provoked in this idea of giving thanks to the Lord on a day of rest. And let me back you up here and give you a little historical data on Thanksgiving itself. In 1621, and I know y'all didn't come from history lesson, but I'm going to give it anyway. In 1621, in Plymouth, Massachusetts, a three-day feast was celebrated uh, for the first successful crop or harvest of the settlers, and I'm, I'm going to use the word settlers, but they really were illegal aliens. Stay here with me. Who celebrated with the Americans, the indigenous Indians, Americans, they came together on that day in 1621 for actually three days. They feasted and had uh, relations together to bring celebration because the, these settlers, uh, aliens, foreigners, had been successful in raising the crop and they were celebrating the harvest. Y'all still here with me? The group of Indians that were uh, there in Plymouth with them were known as the Wapanaig tribe. And so there was a lot of tension that was going on before that, but they had come together and, and said, we're going we're gonna to squash all the, the fighting and all that, and they're going to have peace, and we're going to come together. And, and they celebrated together, and they had this great feast. And that great feast is what is known as the first uh, Thanksgiving in America, if, if you, in the sense that we know Thanksgiving. Now, later on, about uh, 1800, 1863, Abraham Lincoln actually um, declared or proclaimed a national day of Thanksgiving, which we celebrate now. And so we have for for years, every successive year, celebrated um, here in America Thanksgiving Day as if we needed to have someone tell us you need to take time to say thank you. I, I don't know if I'm going to really get through all this because I'm, I'm feeling the Lord just talking about I, I'm just trying to make it through here. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get through this. But it's interesting to me that as children of God that we even need a day set aside in a, in a year, 365 days. We need one day set aside to say thank you. That's amazing to me because I, I just feel like as a result of the relationship we have with God, 
and the favor and the grace and the mercy that we get from God every single day, every moment of the day, it ought to, it ought to rouse us up to want to say thank you every day. Are y'all still here with me? I just want to talk for a little while. I'm going to really, unless God does something different, I really don't want to be here long. I just want to talk from the topic for this brief moment on the idea it's, it is good to give thanks. It's good. It's good to give thanks. It's, the text says it's good to give thanks to the Lord. That's, that's the first movement here. It's good to give thanks, period. But it's good to give thanks to the Lord, and when we utilize this word good, it it's, it's comes from this the Hebrew word that gives the understanding of being well-pleasing, being proper, being right, being righteous. It is, it is righteous. It is right. It's the right, proper, uh, appropriate thing to do to give thanks to the Lord. That, that's in essence what the, what the author here is saying in the text. He says it's good. It's good to give thanks to the Lord because giving thanks to the Lord is proper and pleasing and righteous and it's and it's good and proper and pleasing and righteous first of all because it returns to God the glory that he is due for all that he has done for you and me y'all still here with me it's good because it allows me to give back to God what he is entitled to. Help me somebody here. Um, he, he's entitled to get glory back as a result of what he's done for me. And so it's good. It's, it's appropriate. It's right. It's righteous for me to give thanks to him because he, he deserves it. He, he's deserving of it. He, in fact, um, it's good because he alone is worthy of the thanks. Um, I know that sometimes we have a tendency to misplace the thanks and we give thanks to the wrong people for what literally has happened in our lives. But in reality, it's good to give thanks to the Lord because he alone is worthy of our thanks. When we get a raise on our job, we go to our boss and we say, thank you for the raise. Or we get, we get some you know, Christmas bonus. We say, thank you for the Christmas bonus. But in reality, the one who really deserves the thanks is God. So it's good, it's righteous, it's right, because he's the only one who is worthy of the thanks. It's good, it's right, it's, it's righteous, it's appropriate to give thanks to the Lord because it frees us from the sin of narcissism and unappreciativeness. Do you realize when you say thank you to God, you are acknowledging that it ain't about you. Help me, Lord. When, when I turn to God and I say to God, thank you for feeding me this morning. I am acknowledging that I didn't feed myself. I didn't clothe myself. I didn't wake myself up. It wasn't my alarm clock. No, I'm being free from being able to declare it was me. It was me. It was me, oh Lord, who did all this. No, thank you to the Lord. Frees me from the sin of narcissism and causing me to believe it was all about what I could do. It frees me from the sin of not being appreciative. Some of you have some children, and so you know what this is like when you, you, you know, when you, um, you know, you've been 
in the store and you're looking for this thing and they've been telling you about it. You don't know what it is. And you've gone from one store to another. You've been online. You've been standing in line. You're fighting people to get this toy or whatever this thing is. And you, you spend all this money you saved up over the whole year just to get it for them. And you buy it and you wrap it up in the paper. And then you put it under the Christmas tree or, or whatever, whatever means by which you do your presentation. And then your child uh, on Christmas morning runs or on their birthday or whenever you happen to present this gift and they run and they tear all the paper off and they open it up and then they go to the next thing. Amen, somebody. And, and they never even turn to say thank you. Now, some of you can deal with that with your children, but what, what about when it's your niece or your nephew, your grandchild? Because you kind of expect that they would, that their parents taught them some manners. And they just rip it open and move to the next thing. I mean, <laughs> it's good to have a spirit of appreciation for what God has done. And, and I, I don't have time to go through all that he's done, but he has done a few things today that it are worthy of a thank you. Matter of fact, he's done a few things this year from January until now that are worth saying thank you for. Um, in the last moment, in that last minute that just transpired, there's a multitude of things that God has done that are deserving of a thank you. In reality, if I were to um, if I were to give him all the thanks that he was deserving of, if I was to thank the Lord for all that he was that he was doing, I would be in a perpetual state of saying thank you. Because even the very fact that I can say thank you is because of his grace. So the text says it's good. It's good to give thanks to the Lord. Um, secondly, it's it's good to sing praises. To your name. It's right here in the text. It's, it's good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. It's good to sing praises. It's good to give thanks, but it's also good to sing praises to his name. Now, as I looked at this portion of the text and as it relates to singing, there is something um, uh, that we don't quite fully comprehend. There's something powerful. There's something spiritual. There's something that's invisible to us that is important to God about singing. Help me, Jesus. Um, as I, as I was digging in here, just kind of meddling with it a little bit, I, I was thinking about that, how important and how powerful it must be to God that singing take place, uh, for Him. Lord help me, God. Um, as, as I was scratching the surface here, trying to figure out why the psalmist said it's good to sing praises to his name, it took me to uh, to the idea that we even looked at in Isaiah chapter 6 where we saw uh, angels uh, and seraphim who, who had six wings and they were all around him. And while they were all around him, they were singing praises 
Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. There, there's something about singing that causes God to surround himself with an angelic serenade that is always singing glory to his name. Help me, Lord. When I went to his incarnation and, and dug up Matthew and Mark and, and Luke, and what I discovered was that even when he was born into the world, the Bible says that there, there appeared an angelic host of angels. Heavenly hosts showed up at the birth of Jesus, and guess what they were doing? They were singing praises to his name. Lord have mercy. I kept going through the scripture and I found out that in Ephesians chapter 5, God says that his will is that we would consume ourselves with lifting up praises unto his name, singing to him in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and making melody in our heart. There's something significant and important about singing praises to his name. Lord, help me here. And so, as we look about this, he says, sing, it's good to, to give thanks to him. It's good to, to sing praises to him because, watch this, because singing praises to him exalts him and humbles us. When we take the time, watch this, to tune our voices, me, 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 to get the right harmony to get the right melody to to lift up our 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 vocals and our and our our breathing in the right way and to put words together that are melodious and rhythmic so that it would sound good to the ears of man but it would sound better to the ears of God it's it's an exaltation to him to sing love songs to him and while I'm singing and while I'm going through all the exercise of singing unto him. Now keep in mind, this is a, this is a, uh, these are, this, this psalm or song is sung on the Sabbath day. And with the song also comes a musical accompaniment. It's in the text. I'm, it's, it's in verse number four. But watch this. If we're going through all of that. To, to sing praises to him and to exalt him, it puts him in the high place and us in a place of humility. I hope this is making sense. So in other words, if I'm giving all that energy to sing and lift him up, it reminds me that I'm not the one that's on the top. I know we got TikTok and we've got... Um, all these other platforms whereby we can become the celebrity. In fact, there's some stuff out there. I, I don't even know what all the stuff is, but where everybody can be somebody. And in fact, I'm more of a somebody if I've got more people who are following me and exalting me. And we have coined the phrase influencer. And so that tells me that folk are interested. In fact, even to become a popular influencer, I'm told, I don't know all the science of it, but I'm told that you can buy, you can even buy some bots that would 
be counted as part of your followers, even though they're not real people, but it will fool other people to believe you have folk following you. And because people like to follow people who are being followed, y'all still here? You become somebody. But when you give all the energy to sing praise and to orchestrate music, to lift up the name of Jesus and to praise him, it reminds you that it doesn't matter how many followers you have or how many bots you've bought or how exalted you think you are. It reminds you that there's somebody bigger and more worthy of praise than you. So it's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's right. It's righteous. It's proper. It's appropriate to sing praises to his name. It's good. Um, verse number two picks up and says, it's good to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. The, the psalmist says it's good. It's righteous. It's favorable. It's righteous. It's the right thing to do. It's appropriate to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness at night. In other words, what the psalmist is saying, uh, he's encouraging us on the day of rest, not to rest from declaring how much and how good God's love has been to you. Whew, that, that felt pretty good. Uh, in other words, there ought to not ever be a time when I'm not declaring that he has loved me so. I, I, I ought to utilize all the energy I have and all the time I have to, to declare to everybody who will listen and even if those who won't listen, I need to declare to him, uh, I need to be talking about, I need to be shouting about, I need to be, I need to be, I need to be making as much noise as I can about how God loves me. Pastor, why, why I got to be telling everybody? I, I need to tell them because the way he loves me, it makes it difficult for me to keep it to myself. Lord, help mercy. I, but, but because, Lord, help me. Uh, because, because he keeps pouring out his love and his kindness on me from day to day and hour to hour, I'm, I'm so excited about it that I, I just can't. I can't hold it in. I've, I've got to tell somebody about how he loves me. I need to tell somebody that that when I get up in the morning, he he wraps his arms around me. When I walk throughout the day, his mercy and love is following me. I need to tell somebody that even when I don't do right, guess what? He still loves me. I need to tell someone when I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, it was my father in heaven who loved me like nobody else would. When my mother and my father forsook me, it was the Lord who took me up. I got to tell somebody about the love that he has for me. I can't keep that thing to myself because his love, I, I, I just got to keep declaring how he loves me. As we approach this Thanksgiving day, I just want to kind of leave you with those three ideas and reminders that it is good to give thanks. It's good to give thanks to the Lord. It's good to sing praises to his name. And it's good to declare his loving kindness and tender mercies always. From morning until night. Because the, the God that we serve has indeed been exceptional 
in our lives. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.